Huge thanks to our first sponsor of the podcast, Sunflower Care Packages. Sunflower Care Packages is a company that prepares and ships ships custom-made cancer care packages that are affordable and fill specific needs for cancer patients. The founder was inspired to create this website after her good friend was diagnosed with cancer. Everything she offers for the boxes are especially geared toward those with cancer. You can show support for your friends and family with their colored wristbands, each color coinciding with specific cancers. Or you can show how much you care with books, bags, and chocolate. Or you could even send them lotions and homemade soaps. Everything and anything you order will be shipped straight to you and packaged with care. Show your loved ones support and love with these affordable custom care packages. Use the code COOKIEDICE22 at checkout for 10% off. That's COOKIEDICE22, all one word, for 10% off. Um, <laughs> my entire team is mad at me now because I just muted all of them. Uh, so this week is a little bit different. We unfortunately have to do a little bit of remote recording this week, but um, next week will be that new segment that I promised you all. <laughs> They're all making faces at me. That's great. Okay. <laughs> um, so we're going to welcome them back in. And, okay, I think you guys can unmute yourself, so go ahead and unmute, and welcome back in. Why didn't we unmute ourselves before? <laughs> That's hilarious. Quietness noises. Andrew, you're still muted. <laughs> I love Zoom. Okay, so we're going to jump right into the Speak campaign. Only. We're going to jump right into the campaign. Uh, who wants to give a quick recap? Who remembers where we are? Noggard. As I have actually listened back to the recording. Oh, good. Yeah, I've been keeping up on the podcast. Woohoo! Yeah. Um, basically, everywhere we go, there's going to be a fire. Um, <laughs> chaos reigns wherever our group goes. So we went to a prison, and then we went outside of the prison, and then there's now there's no more prison, because it went on fire, and then decided to become a rubble pile. Oh, how did it go? Oh. Atlas almost died. He did we die. Say, I died twice, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Anyways, Atlas was trying to save a child. The child is with us, along with an unconscious Atlas and an unconscious Nuggard, because he's so tired from using everything. <laughs> Did I use everything last episode? I think I Yeah, you used everything. Uh-uh-uh. Okay. I did not. I did not use Thromaturgy. That was the only thing I didn't use. <laughs> I could have pretty much imagine if you made the fires bigger, though? Okay. Let's make them bigger! Thank you, Noggard. Okay, so 
Velocity and his fits are sitting around um, as Atlas begins to wake up. Anybody want to do anything? Is there anything else I can do for the child? I don't know. Is there anything else you can do for the child? I don't have any healing spells. You could make a a survival check to see if there's any, like, herbs around that might help. That would be a nature check. Nature check. If you want to roll that. Um, Velocity, what do you want to do? Uh, I don't know. You could also make a nature check. You have plus one in it. All right, so which dice? Okay. That would be 1d20 plus nature. Oh, no. That's not going to help me any. What did you get? A what? I got a... I got a... Four, uh, eight. Eight? Okay. And Catherine, you got a ten? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so looking around, you don't see anything that you recognize that would help. Neither of you. Noggard. You're dead. I'm not dead. I'm asleep. Anyways, uh, can I just like roll to see if I can succeed in a nature save in my dreams? (laughs) What does that even mean? (laughs) You're unconscious. Yes, I'm unconscious, but I'm dreaming or something. And it's like... Oh, what's around me? And there's like forests. You can try wonder. to wake up, I guess. What would that be? No, I'm just I rolling for fun. Know. That's a 15 plus nature is under. Oh no, don't add nature. Add uh, add constitution. Constitution. That's a 15, by the way. What's constitution? I guess I don't yeah. really need to add constitution my, on that, my, do I? No, my constitution is zero. I can't. Oh, <laughs> well, that makes life easy. Okay, so as Atlas begins to stir, as you have collapsed on top of him, you wake up with a start. <sighs> what happened? Oh, child! Child, you're okay. He starts shaking Atlas and like hugging onto Atlas. Can you let me go? You cut your rope. Kind of hurting. Yes, I did. You fool. (laughs) (laughs) Don't call an almost dead child a fool. I saved the almost dead child. I have the right. Uh, What about the other almost dead child? Where's the other child? You guys are doing nothing about them. I gave you the responsibility, Hit Hit. I looked around and there's nothing I can do. He wiggles out of- Look harder. He wiggles out of Nogger's arms and starts looking for herbs to heal the child with. Okay, you can roll a- Nogger just kind of lets that happen. And while this is happening, the child has rolled up on her side and she's just- shaking she can't breathe guys what are we supposed to do 15 minus three <laughs> that's a 12. minus three 12 that okay. is maybe a... i should make the maybe i should make the intelligence checks from now on okay 
Uh, Mara, that is a partial success. So you look around you and you see plants you recognize um, around you, like flowers and herbs and stuff like that. You can't remember which ones are poisonous and which ones aren't. <laughs> Can I try again? Uh, let's go to Noggard and see what he wants to do. Noggard is um, trying to give the dying child CPR. Okay, or so they you cannot breathe. You roll the child onto her back and try to give her CPR, and she kicks you right in the stomach for Ooh. four points of damage. I love this Ooh. dice, guys. <laughs> I Ouch. hate you. <laughs> points. How many hit points do you have? Oh, by the way, I was still at five hit points. I'm now at one. <laughs> oh, good. Oh. You're safe. Kind of. All right. So how about, uh, can I try to see if, uh, uh, if I can identify whatever uh, she found? Uh, roll found? nature for me, please. She hasn't gathered uh, okay. it up yet, though. I'm still staring at it, though. Oh. Okay. Um, oh my gosh, my dice is cursed today. Okay, what'd you get? Ten. You got a ten. Yes, I rolled okay. a six, but then I have, but I have a plus four, so that helps. Yeah. So you're looking at all of these herbs that are that Atlas is just staring at, confused, and you are now equally confused as you have completely forgotten. You can't remember at all which ones were poisonous and which oh, ones weren't. Can I try again now? Uh, Velocity, what are you doing? Shove a fairy cake down her throat. Uh, that'll help. Choking! <laughs> well, it's worth a shot. She's not choking, she just can't breathe. There's a difference. Yep. Shove a fairy cake down her throat. See no. if that helps. Yeah, she'll kick me and then I'll die. How many hit points are you at? Velocity, what are you doing? Fairy cake. Fairy cake? Okay. So tell me what you do before you roll. Um, And how big is the fairy cake? Give her like a small, small one. I don't know. How big is a fairy cake, Abby? It doesn't matter. (laughs) Okay, tell me what you do, how you get her to eat it. Role play. Yes, hands. For everyone watching or listening at home, jazz hands. Jazz hands with <laughs> us. <laughs> okay, so you take a fairy cake from your pouch mm-hmm. and you walk over to her and you kind of set her up while she's coughing and sitting up seems to help clear her air a little bit so she can breathe a little better but she's still coughing lots of smoke and you take some of the fairy cake and you put it in her mouth um and she hesitantly chews it and she swallows it with great difficulty roll for fairy cakes i just love that phrasing roll for fairy cakes I know. I got it from End of Time and Other Bothers. Who is where I got the fairy cakes from. 15? 
What? 15. 15? 15. Did you roll 2d6? What? <laughs> oh, man. I was going to say, for a second. what is your wisdom, Blythe? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sorry. <laughs> you have to roll two of them, so. Oh, okay. Should have just said yes. <laughs> <laughs> 20. 20. <laughs> 10. 10? 10. Nice. Okay. <laughs> so she swallows the fairy cake, and after a minute, the coughing, she kind of slows down her coughing. And she just kind of, because you're holding her still, right? You're holding her. And she just kind of leans into you. And she's breathing very, like, heavily. It's labored breathing. And she's coughing every once in a while. But she's just exhausted. And she's just resting into you now. But she's not coughing as much anymore. That bought us some time. But still, <sighs> we need some something to help her for whenever it does get bad again. So... I go over to Hits, Fits, and Atlas and see if I can notice, uh, identify any of those herbs. Oh, yeah. You guys are still staring dumbfoundedly at the herbs as Velocity has force-fed fairy cake. And it's actually worked this time. I No, I'm, like, giving Velocity, like, thumbs up of, like, good job while walking over and, like... In this world? It'd be like my thing, because I have like lots of intelligence. I walk over and I take a look at what they're both looking at to see if I can find out what it is. Roll your uh, nature check. Nature. I forgot what it was called there for a second. Uh, that's under intelligence, right? Yes. Yep. Well, that sucks. Okay, hold on. Uh, let me roll the dice first and then make my judgment. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So I rolled a 19 and my intelligence is minus one, losers. That's an 18. Wow. Okay. Andrew is just so happy about that. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm, I'm glad that you could make it. You're glad that the one yes. was negative one intelligence. At least it wasn't the one with negative three. Yeah, I that would kind of be four. sad. I have plus four, so oh, I'll get God. it at another time. Okay, so uh, Noggard walks over as you two are just staring dumbfoundedly at all of these plants and berries and flowers and things that are just like there. And Noggard goes up and he takes like one quick glance, sees some herb or something in the mix that he knows, he remembers, is like some kind of healing thing. I don't know, Noggard. We're going to improvise a little bit. So you go up and you grab this plant. What is it? I'm going to say that it is... Let's call it Bahamut's Breath. Okay. And then I'm like, this thing, I'm pointing to it in my hand. This thing is useful. So Nogard is holding a plant that he has pulled up from its stalk. He broke it out of the roots. And it's got like leaves on it. It kind of looks like a weird 
bush thing. It's kind of, it looks like a weed, honestly. It looks like a weed. It's like this big, tall, thick stick, and it's got leaves coming off of it. And he's just holding it out to you. He's like, this thing is very useful. It is called, hold on, say that again, Andrew. I could not hear you. I said, I'll remember. Make sure you do. It is called Bahamut's Breath, and it does many wonders. So, yes, velocity. So, well, I was thinking I could walk over and make like a paste out of it to give to yeah. the girl. You can, well, so you're holding her. You'd have to set her down. Um, yep. Can I, like, look around and see if I can find any more? of that and then just kind of and if I do I'd like to try preparing it and then possibly give some to like like one to everybody else so that they can try preparing it in like some way that they think might be beneficial yes so um you go you're walking around so where these plants that you guys are where it is, is it's kind of deeper into the forest. And it has been raining for many days now. And it's starting to get nightfall. It's starting to go towards nightfall, actually. And Brayden Yale, you've noticed, has started setting up camp. He pulled out his bag and he started setting up a place to put, to like sleep and stuff. And he's getting ready to like rest now. Um, but where all of these plants are is it's like a marshy dark area and you can walk in and look around if you'd like well i'm going and taking a look around to see if i can find any more okay uh, so yeah well you kind of walk back Hold on. towards can, sorry can i like drag hits fits with me yes be like i'm not sure if i'm gonna Okay, this is what Nogger's going to say. I am really tired. Okay? So if I fall asleep, just please help me. Yep, I can do that. Good. I will teach you how to find Bahamut's breath and any other cool things that I see. Okay. So you and... Hitsfits start walking back towards the back area and Nogard, you see back in the bushes there is a like a clump of Bahamut's breath breath, this herb that you're trying to get. Okay. I start walking over to it cautiously. Okay. So can you roll? Perception for me, please. Freaking knew it. And Hitsfits, can you also roll perception for me? Yeah. One to 20. Yep. Okay. Perception is underneath something. I got a nine. Nine? Yeah. That's with my. Uh, 
That's with my plus two. I rolled a seven. Okay. Um, hits fits. What'd you get? Seven. Okay. Twenty is cursed today. <laughs> so, Nogard, you walk up to get the plant, and you reach under to grab it by the stalk. Right? You feel something bite you. You feel. Yeah, something bite you. That's the best way I can describe it. How much damage? You take... Give me a second. One point of damage. I am dead. Oh, my friend. Nogger, tell him what he sees. Uh, You see me go to reach for the plant. Be like... uh, Like... uh, Like... An alarm and like a little bit of pain and yeah. then nogger just flips over onto a side and just plops over and is just lying there and like not getting up or something it's fits you see a strange creature crawl up on to nogger you see it looks like a furry slimy spider it's let me see if I get this color description right. Velocity, I will kill you. <laughs> so this strange-looking spider is this creamy, weird color. It looks blue and purple and kind of brown in some way. It's kind of like a... I don't know. It's a strange color. That's all I've got for you. I've just and... met Steve and I already hate him. <laughs> Uh, he's got six legs he looks like a spider he's got multiple eyes and he's got two fangs sticking out like this (laughs) he's got two fangs sticking out and he is standing on top of Noggard and hissing at you what are you gonna do Uh, can I like brush it off with my stick and see what's wrong with him or if I can do anything you reach forward to brush him off with your stick. Can you roll Defy Danger for me, please? Yep. Watch it crawl up his stick and then bite him. Not gonna happen. What'd you get? I just rolled an 11. An 11? Okay, <laughs> so you reach forward to brush it off with your stick, and he tries... I don't know. He tries to spit on you. He's got acid spit, so he tries to, like, on you, but you hit him fast enough, and his head goes this way, so he spits on a tree. And you see the tree starts to dissolve. (laughs) Like, um, like a tree. (laughs) Uh, but this weird spider is now off of Nogard and has hit the ground. He's upside down and he's like going like this with his legs. <laughs> Great audio medium. Going like, like an, flailing with his legs. Like a turtle on its back. Yeah, like trying to flip himself over. Anyways, I never rolled to fight danger for that. Honestly, it was just because I forgot. Hey, no, that was by design. Okay, it was by design. You're not allowed to roll the fight, Andrew. 
No, it Unless was by design, it. or I was very tired. Um, Unless you're expecting it, then there's nothing that you can do. Well, Catherine, we defy danger for other things, kind of like that. Do, can yeah. you roll uh, perception for me, please? Atlas, you are still very ti- tired, and, you know, Nogard let go of you, but everything just hurts, and it is just, it's still hard to breathe. You got smoke in your lungs, so you're just kind of, like, laying on the ground, eyes closed. Or shifter. Shifter is sitting on her chest, on his chest, I'm sorry, Alice, on his chest, just staring down at him. That's not very helpful. What did you get, Catherine? 11. Um, Okay, so you hear... Let's see, what are you... You hear weird noises coming from where uh, Noggard and Hitzfits are, but they don't sound very concerning. And child on the ground is still just clinging on to you. Hitzfits, what are you doing? I am trying to doctor Noggard. Yes, it is. They're like... They sleep together. Um, roll. Um, what would that be? Medicine, medicine check. Yeah, medicine check. Well, yeah, he's trying to be a doctor. Where's his PhD? Eighteen. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So <laughs> it's kind of sad that a spider bite took you out. Not great. Oh, I've well, he was like almost I dead. was kicked out last episode. <laughs> That's a yep. good point. Okay, so you get to Noggard and you look down and you see that his hand, when the hand that was going to grab the He's melted Bahamut's Bahamut's breath, breath, is swelling up very dramatically. You remember. That Noggard, what plant Noggard was going for, you remember Noggard very insistent that it was very important. Bahamut's breath, he was right in front of it. Yes. <laughs> Are you going to do anything or just going to sit there? Uh, um, I'm going to take the uh, Bahamut's breath and see if I can do anything with it. What do you want to do with it? Stuff it in his mouth. It's like a fairy cake. Do it. Can I see if I can remember anything about this? Uh, uh yeah, sure. Roll nature. Okay. Dang it! It's almost like it's nose. My dice almost like it knows it's. I'm rolling a nature check. <laughs> What'd I you get? A, I got six. Oh, I have a friend. plus four. I actually rolled a, a two, um, but I have a plus four, which helps. Yeah. So I okay. rolled a six. Uh, so you're looking down at this plant that's sitting in front of him, and you can't remember it being in any books or textbooks or anyone ever talking about it before until Knockard showed it to you. Just stuff it through his throat, Andrew. I don't think that's going to be a good idea, though. Steve, the spider. So mm-hmm. the spider thing has flipped itself over again and is, well, you know what? Roll to fight Andrew for me. Okay. 
You gotta get there, as I gotta kill it. Nah, it almost killed me on the one. Nine. The Nine? Ice. Yep. Um, okay. So, you hear the... Yeah. You so, the you... <laughs> Sorry. You hear the spider start to hiss again and make its weird <laughs> sound like it's gonna spit again. And you look over, and what do you do? Uh, try to flip it over again. Okay, so you reach over with your stick, and you gotta give me something, guys. I'm not doing everything. I basically um, put my stick under it and kind of flip it like that. Okay, so you reach over, and the creature who was... You hit its head with the, your stick. Well, you can't really tell that it's its head. Because it's just like a big, squishy, gross blob. So you hit it with the stick, and he, like, flies up on his back legs. The acid flies into the air, and he is back on his back again. <laughs> and just... <laughs> freaking out. Um. Okay. No, Noggard, like, you're out. Can I roll anything to like see if I can like wake oh, oh. up or something? I'm uh, probably no. not my dad. Yeah. Can I ask Catherine for a fairy cake? Yeah. Okay. Uh velocity. Roll perception for me, please. Shouldn't it be with advantage since I'm uh going out for velocity specifically? And it's plus two. Um, eighteen. I totally like tried it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you hear hits fits off in the woods, saying, "Plus, that's not like Velocity, the situation at all." Nogard was hit, was bitten by a spider. I'm going to need some sort of uh, one of your uh, fairy cakes to uh, heal him. What? <laughs> I need one of your fairy cakes so that I can heal Noggard. Mm-hmm. One second. So I try and hand the child over to this child. Atlas? Atlas. What do you Atlas do? Sort of wakes up. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Tiredly takes the child. Yep, and I hand him him one of the fairy cakes <laughs> and then I go and try and find his fit. Okay, so you kind of slowly walk off into the woods where the Hitzfits and Noggard were hanging out and you see a giant blue dragonborn on the ground just like completely out. Um, Hitzfits is standing over him uh, staring at a weird little strange-looking creature. I know what it is. <laughs> weird little strange-looking creature that is rolling over after being on its back and getting ready to attack. What do you do? Try and make an animal on check. Yes. Okay, go ahead.
13. 13. Okay, what do you do? I try and pet it. Yes. <laughs> Tell me what you do. I like, I think I want to pick it up. Okay. So, so you walk over. I walk over and I pick it up. So this creature is in your hands, and when you grab it, it like wiggles its feet like it's trying to get out, and it's like it's like a thing going on. But your hands are around it, and it's just completely confused. Like someone is touching me. This is weird. And when you pick it up, it's got this weird sticky stuff all around it, and it's getting all over your hands but it doesn't have any effect it doesn't make you like itchy or it doesn't sting or anything it's just really really sticky and gross and it's just like coming off of him uh hits fits what are you doing are we just gonna simply ignore the fact that noggard is like unconscious oh. on the ground velocity um can i like throw a fairy cake over to hits fits you roll volley for me, actually. This is something new. Um, it's just 2d6, but it's volley instead of defy danger. We're going to see how well you could throw things. Seven. Seven? You throw... You take the fairy cake out, and you throw it at him. It's now covered in slime, though, because you had your hands on the slimy preacher and you throw it to Hitzfitz who grabs it. <laughs> Hitzfitz? Uh, can I try to brush off some of the slime? Yes, you can. Something? Yes, okay. you can. I put it in. I give it to him. Okay. Velocity roll for fairy cakes. 11. Okay, Noggard, um, what's your hit dice? My hit dice is 1d8. Oh, good. That's perfect. That's a d8. You get five hit points back. Back to where I started, y'all. Yep. <laughs> so you wake up to hit fits standing over you, just staring down at you. And Velocity, what are you doing? Um... Uh, so am I able to, like, make the spider recognize that I'm not evil? Tame it. She wants to tame can I the spider. Tame this uh, yeah, you can try. We're gonna call that animal handling. Go ahead and roll 1d20 for that. Okay. Look at a one. Ah! Did I curse her? Yeah. What'd you get? Oh, right. do you have any plus? I guess it doesn't matter too much, does it? Okay. Um, okay, so you are holding this creature in your hands like this, and he's facing away from you, but he is just hissing and wiggling around trying to get out of your grip and no matter what you do he doesn't really like being picked up he hates her even more mm. can i can i walk over to the spider and try to tame it or something be like 
You made me. You knocked me out. You. I'm taking you with me or something. Okay, so Nogard stands up and walks over to the spider thing. If in not, your hands. I have a. If not, I have a jar in my bag, and I will stuff it in the jar and keep it there. <laughs> so Nogard walks over to Velocity, who is holding this thing, who is freaking out, and. Do I roll my animal handling now? Yep. That is a 13. 13. Great. Okay, so you walk up and you put your hand out and you're, what do you say? What do you do? I just kind of like pat its back and give it like some scritches, like as if it was a cat. And I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. Meanwhile, my hand's all swollen and stuff. It's okay. I'm not that mad. I'm a little mad, but not that mad. Come with me, and you may live. So the spider in Velocity's hands has now calmed down a little bit and is staring up at this giant blue thing that That is... That it had bit. Yeah, that it bit. That's touching him like, oh my gosh, what is he doing? But he has stopped moving around so much. Uh, We'll get back to that in a second. Atlas, you are still on the ground. I mean, I guess you're not really on the ground. You're on a bedroll. sleeping. Yeah, you're kind of awake. You're kind of coherent. But the child in your arms has rolled out of your arms now. And when you open your eyes, you can't find her. Oh, no. Where did she go? Where, where, where did you go? Okay. Um, we'll get back to that. Velocity, hits fits, Noggard. Anybody want to do anything here? Can I try First of- animal handling again? Yeah, go ahead. And because he's calmed down, roll with advantage. Are you at advantage? You just roll twice. You take the higher number. Eleven. Okay. 11. Okay, so what do you do? Um, can I feed it? What do you have? Fairy cakes. <laughs> yeah, I have fairy cakes. I feed it fairy cake. You have okay. um, you have rations. Yeah, I have rations. What do you want to feed it? Ration? Okay, tell me what you do. Uh, I like hold it in one hand and like reach into my pack and pull out like not like a whole pack of like a day's worth of rations, but like a little bit of rations. Like a snack. Yeah. And I try and feed it to him. Reach back in your pack and you pull out a stick of beef jerky. And you put it in front of the little thing's face. Can you roll Defy Danger for me, please? What? Six. Six? Okie dokie. Okay, so you give this creature a little bit of 
your um, beef jerky and it starts to chew on it. It starts to nibble on it, but you didn't realize how fast it was eating it and it takes the bite of your finger for two points of damage. So do I like not have a thumb anymore? No, it just bit you. Hits Fitz, what are you doing? Um, I'm going to go back to camp. Okay. Uh, Nogard, what are you doing? I'm going to get what I was trying to get and grab some Bahamut's breath, the Bahamut's breath, like head back to camp. Okay. Just like I'm done with all this. So you <sighs> managed to get three more stocks of Bahamut's breath plus the one that you got back at camp before. So now you have four. Um, Hitsfits and Nogard, you show up to camp where Braden Yell has laid out his pack and he is gone. He's somewhere. And you find the child, the tiny child that you rescued, the changeling girl. She's still white and stuff and she is holding the crossbow and she is up in a tree. <laughs> okay. And she is just staring down at you guys. So I... Do I see Atlas? No. At... Wait, where is Atlas? Atlas is groggy and starting to wake oh, up. Oh, that's right. Atlas is laying on his bedroll, like, looking around, really confused. She... He... Atlas can't find... The child anywhere but he's like looking for her so you tell me what you do well Nogard walks over to the tree and uh, are you okay i think it's safe now you can come down uh and Nogard just kind of reaches up and just kind of like is like holding the air, like, waiting for the child to, like, come into his arms or something. Not, like, a forceful grab to, like, oh, you're coming down now. Like, kind of, like, the open, nice, like, come on down, it's safe. I've got you. Can you roll persuasion, I guess that would be? Okay, I'll see. Oh, sweet, I'm good at persuasion. That's 13. 13. Okay, so the child looks down at you, with holding the crossbow very close to her chest. She doesn't have any bolts, but she just wanted something to protect herself. So she's sitting in the tree, like, staring down at you, kind of confused, and she looks absolutely terrified. She's very hesitant, but she she's sitting, like, straddle on one of the branches, and she kind of, like, puts her leg over the branch so she's sitting down on it and she slides off just trusting she'll you'll catch her and she hits the ground <laughs> no i catch her i'm sorry my i go and i um uh, try to catch her like <laughs> she already hit the ground <laughs> so she lands she seems Oddly enough, she seems very accustomed to falling and being in trees. Because when she lands, she like, she hits the ground very softly and lightly. And she like, 
bends her knees and everything. And she looks, she like gets up and she looks at you just like, what, what was that? <laughs> um, I like kneel down and hug them and be like, sorry, I, uh, I might've gotten a little bit distracted. So the child, as you come down to like hug them, she tenses up again. She's like holding the, the crossbow like she's going to like smack you or something. And as you put your arms around her, she like, she just becomes like this stick. Like, why is he touching me? Why is he touching me? Why is he touching me? And the entire time you're hugging her, she just stays that way, but she's not fighting back. I pick her up and then kind of walk closer to the fire. And There's no fire yet. Well, I walk over to where there will be a fire. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go over there and just kind of set them down and just kind of like try to comfort them. Hits, Fitz, what are you doing? I'm building a fire. Oh, nice. Okay, so you... Back. What? Say that again? Do I notice that she's back? Um, Yeah. Okay, so I walk over. Okay, so you groggily get up and kind of like slowly and very tired and painstakingly kind of walk over and then you just kind of like collapse to your knees next to Doggard like, that wasn't worth it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Velocity, what are you doing? I'm stacking dice at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> no, Velocity, what are you doing? Not Kate, what are you doing? Uh, let's see. I have Spider and... They're still in the forest. Oh, yeah. I walk out <laughs> to where the people are. Okay, so you come back and you see Noggard and atlas and in between them is the child and they both are just kind of like holding the poor girl close and she's just sitting on the ground watching as hitsfits is searching around for dry wood and brayden yell comes out from deeper into the forest holding like a very small stack of wood as you're coming back to the camp i thought he was dead jeez so did they bring back the plant that was um yes yes i did i'm so can i like grab that and try and make a paste out of it um yeah so do you guys want to take a rest yes yeah, we can do a long rest. I'll do take the first watch. Okay. Um, can you so set up like a minor illusion for a little while too. Yeah, I can. Since some of us are like just really not in a good shape. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna cast minor illusion around the camp so that uh, making it appear that there's nothing here, other than maybe a dying campfire. I love it. Okay, so you are all in this now minor illusion bubble. 
and Braden Yale, he hasn't really said anything in a while. Um, he's just very quiet because, you know, Atlas almost just died and the child and now there's a spider <laughs> and he's kind of confused. But he, at this point, he's honestly just like, I have a guild of thieves and murderers that are trying to do something good right now. So I'm just going to roll with it. Um, if you remember correctly, there were a bunch of prisoners that were freed when um i tied them up not all of them uh, when atlas freed the prisoners so there are a few prisoners that are still tied up evic the halfling is has made a camp by the while you guys were doing whatever you were doing has made a camp by the jail and he has the prisoners all around him the tied up prisoners and um, he's just kind of like chilling over there. Uh, in the very small circle of prisoners, there's the jailer that betrayed Bevic. There's mm-hmm. Rath and Fell. And there's two other prisoners that you had managed to tie up. Um, that One of them's a dwarf and one of them's human. And there's... Bevic, and they're just sitting around the fire right now because nobody really knows what to do. Oh, actually, there's two halflings because Bevic has a brother, but that doesn't really matter right now. <laughs> um, but you guys have now just disappeared and nobody was really paying attention. So well, that's good, not a problem, to... but just so you know, there is a second camp over there. Okay. Um, so okay, it will distract the other prisoners uh, from coming in attacking us yeah and anybody who wants to try to find our camp will have to make an intelligence check okay so let's run through what you guys do for the next eight hours so velocity you have taken some of the bahamut bahamut's breath and you want to make a paste out of it correct yes what am I'm I supposed to do with this? Um, there are many things that you can do, but one of the uh, more general things that you can do with it is take some of the leaves and grind them up into like a paste or something. And then if you want to save it for later and like preserve it, you can dry it into like a powder. And then you keep the stock and like everything else because you can do use it for other things. Okay. But I'm just tired, so I'm just gonna tell you about the leaves. And then Nogard goes to sleep in his bedroll. So I make the paste out of it and can I try and feed it to this guy <laughs> and the child? Atlas and the child? Yes, yes, you can. Um, Atlas, what are you doing I'm, while she's making this? I am basically sleeping. Okay, you're just sleeping. Hits, Fitz, what are you doing? Uh, can I try to see if I can remember anything about the stuff again? Um, At this you point, can try. 
At this point, it might as well be established that you have no idea what Nogger's <laughs> been talking about. Yeah. So Nogger's like that? this is Nogger's like this is common knowledge. We'll just and say nobody nature. else knows anything. Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. So w- you recall in your studies or whatever with your wizard master guy (laughs) um when he was talking about a different healing things you recall that bahamut's breath came up once in some healing spell that he never taught you but he kind of dismissed it as being useless in some aspects of the term he kind of just was like i haven't done anything with it some people use it mostly the dragonborns use it but you also recall that this master of yours had a distinct disdain for dragonborn kind um nagard you're asleep right yes alice you're asleep yep. it's fitz you are awake still yep okay and watch velocity you have this pace and the child the small girl that you um that's sitting by the fire she is not asleep at all she is still holding the crossbow very close to her chest and she's just staring into the fire completely numb nagard is like cuddling up against the child trying to keep them warm and make them feel safe okay which child the (laughs) tiny child both. Oh yeah. Um, I'm gonna set down the axe. Oh, that's right. You have an axe now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Velocity. Yes. What do you do? Um. So I walk over to Alice and try and give it to him first. Well, you have to wake me up first. Okay. I wake him up. Okay. Alice? Yeah. Eat this. Okay. I eat it. Okay. Um. Can you... How many hit points do you have? Three. How many do you usually have? Eleven. <laughs> Eleven. Eleven? Okay. Um... You get four hit points back. But you also get very, very drowsy. I mean, you're already super drowsy, but you are now, like, really out of it. And you're yeah, out. You're pretty much asleep now, like, dead asleep. Um, okay, Velocity, you gave it to Alice. Um, and I try and give it to the little girl, too. Okay, what do you do? So, she looks at this spoon that has this weird green paste on it. it smells funky and she looks back at you kind of like doubting i guess and she will say she puts the whole spoon in her mouth and just like licks it and then goes back to staring at the fire so she eats it or does she just lick it? She eats it. She takes her sword and she like 
and it, there's nothing left on the spoon. <laughs> like it's frosting. Yeah. Fairy cake frosting, let's go. After a minute, she, you notice that she's getting like really drowsy. She starts to like list off to the left, kind of towards Noggard. And then she just completely collapses and she is dead asleep laying on Noggard. Starts drooling on him. Does her breathing get better? Yes. She does cough still every once in a while. She's still a little... But there's color returning to her cheeks, and she just... Well... (laughs) (laughs) Not technically. She looks better, guys. (laughs) She's still white as clouds, but she looks better. Okay. Um, so I take the first half of the night, and then can I have uh, Nogard take the second half? Okay, Would you gotta wake him up. That Nogard? Nogard? Nogard. Wait. Yes? Do you want to take the second half of the night? I needed to get some sleep. Sure. I'll, I'll do my best. And I just kind of like okay. sit up a little bit. I don't, like, move, like, that much. I just kind of, like, sit up in, like, more of a alert stance so I can actually watch stuff. But I don't, like, move physically. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to assume that the first half of the night was, there was nothing. Yes, you were safe first half of the night. Okay. Velocity, what did you do? Um, after I fed it to her... And you fell asleep. I probably fell asleep. Okay, so you were all asleep except for Knocker. Okay. Well, five hours later. (laughs) Um, So everybody wakes up. um, Well, very slowly. Velocity wakes up first to the smell of baking bread. Brayden Yell woke up with the sun and began making breakfast. So he made bread for breakfast? Yep. Tasty. Mm-hmm. Toast. Okay. Now I want bread. English muffins. <laughs> Me too. Like homemade bread. Mm, so good. Velocity, what'd you say? <laughs> I forgot about the spider. Oh, yeah. Um... So, oh no. Okay, so you put down the spider when you were making your paste, and you didn't notice, but he scuttled away back into the darkness. Remember, if you feed it, it will want to stay. She already fed it. Yep. Which means you'll be seeing it again. Anyways... Um, can I go up to Brayden Yale and just uh, be like, okay, what's our plan now? You're not awake yet. What do you mean I'm not awake? I Velocity was woke watch. up first. Yeah. I was taking watch. Oh, that's right. You were taking watch. I sorry, I <laughs> forgot. Okay. Um yeah, you can talk to Brayden Yale. <laughs> uh so uh what's the plan for today uh where are you planning on heading well 
I assume someone got some information, although I'm really not in the loop at all. I was attacked by a spider, of course, but that's not important. Wherever you're going to next, I'm not going. I just trust that you got information and that you'll know what you're doing at this point. Uh, yeah, we've got a lot of information out of somebody, out of the prisoner we were asking. Good. Uh, it sounds like there might be a bit of danger in the next little while. Uh, Sand Krulek and um, Crazy Dragonborn Lady. She, uh, those two are meeting up and trying to like negotiate or talk or something. I'm not, we're not really sure, but we do know where they're going to meet up at. You see, he kind of stops and he like turns and he looks at you like, you just like said you killed his cat or something like, oh my gosh, no. And then he's like, okay, I trust you to stop them well this is a horrible idea (laughs) um is would it be possible for you to go back to town and uh possibly send us some allies so that we're not completely alone trying to fight everybody i can try to find someone but as i told you before the black fists while they want to apprehend sand krulik are really staying out of the iron route matter it might be very hard for me to convince them to come but i swear i will try my very best they don't really want to deal with Jarella. ask you some can... of your um ask some of your braver merchant friends so with that i start packing up my things and then trying to get everybody ready before I... being like okay um, I think we should start heading off to the sea cave now. Okay, so Brayden Yell uh, oh, has made... Way, yep. Sorry. First of all, I tell him, uh, yeah, it, they're going to meet up at the sea cave, and I mark it down on his map. Great! He'll help them. Okay, so Brayden Yell, he made breakfast, so he takes bread. He's made, like, two full loaves of bread, so he breaks off a bit for him, and he puts it in like a cloth pouch. Um, but he has already gathered up everything ready to go. And he puts his backpack on. And then he looks around the camp and he says, would you like me to find a home for the changeling child? I can take you, her with me out of harm's way. You can't take Atlas, but please take this one. Uh, she seems like she needs to be safe. And where we're going is not going to be a good place for her. Will he be able to take her without her running away? Would they like to say goodbye before I go? Absolutely. I I cannot speak for everybody, but I would assume that would be better than them just leaving out of nowhere. And by the way, I give him the rest of my bolts. Like, you have my crossbow for now. You might as well have the stuff so you can use it. Actually, I don't have the crossbow. Tiny Child has the crossbow, but thanks! You you are in charge of the ammo, okay? Okay. So I give him my 15 remaining bolts, and Tiny Child still has my crossbow. (laughs) 
Okay. So those two are armed and dangerous. Let's go. So Brayden Yell like puts his backpack on and he stands up and he says, Please hurry. I would like to get home as soon as possible. Trust me, we all do. I guess you guys are actually heading the same way I am. So we can walk together for a while. Yes. Let's get everyone awake before we head out. Yeah. I go and wake up Hits Fits, leaving Velocity to Braid and Yale. Oh, Velocity's already no. awake. I walk over to Atlas. I okay. leave um, Hits Fits to Braid and Yale. Okay. So Hits Fits, Braid and Yale walks up to you. You're asleep. And he like puts his hand on your shoulder and he starts shaking you awake. He says, come on, it's time to go. All right. And I wake up. Uh, Nogard starts shaking Atlas up a little bit and starts singing. It's time to get up. It's time to get up. It's morning. It's time to get up. It's time to get up. It's morning. It's time to get up. It's time to get up. It's morning. Please stop singing. It's time to get up. It's time to get up. It's morning. So next to Atlas, the tiny child has also heard you singing, and she opens her eyes, and she is just like, she's covering her ears, and she's like, <laughs> it's not that bad, okay? Stop singing! <laughs> you can talk? She doesn't say that, but the look on her face says, stop singing. I, I stop singing so loudly. I, I'm still, like, kind of humming it a little bit, but I'm okay. not, like, being really loud. Okay. Uh, is Atlas awake, or is that just a fake wake up? Atlas is awake. Okay. Well, guys, role play. It's breakfast time. Tiny child is awake, and she's sitting up now. She's just staring at all of you. The fire is going, but it's dying down. Uh, there are two loaves of bread on a plate next to the dying fire. Role play. What do you do? I grab some bread for me and some for the tiny child, and I hand her a piece of bread. Okay. She takes it and starts to eat it. I go and grab my share of the bread, and I start eating it before preparing some more um, uh, Bahamut's breath paste. Okay. And then, like, putting it in something so that it will dry on our journey so that it's semi-preserved. Okay. Velocity? What do you know? Um, I take the bread and eat it. Okay. Hits fits. I'm packing up my stuff. Okay. We're all very quiet. I start uh, talking to um, Atlas and I'm like, so, uh, where did you find this child? It was the person, the children that was in prison. I don't know why she was in prison. Why were you in prison? Wait, you can't speak to us. I guess don't answer that question. Because you can't really answer it. The girl looks up at... She's, like, tracking the conversation with her eyes. She's watching everyone. And she looks down again at her bread, and then she puts her hand on Atlas's, and she says, Yama. Huh? Yama? 
And she looks up at you. Is that your name? And she looks back at you. Uh, are Yama? She looks back at you. Is that your name? She doesn't say anything. Yama? She's like, she looks like she recognizes it and she's staring at you, waiting for you to say something. Uh, Yama, huh? She looks confused. <laughs> Yama. She looks much more confused. I point to her and go, Yama? Like, she questioningly. points to her and she nods and she says, Yama. I point to myself, Nogard. Nogard. I point to myself, Pax. Pax. Yama. Not good. Yama, safe. And I go and hug Yama. Yama, safe. And Nogger nods his head, yes. Pax, changeling. Mm -hmm. And I changed to my white form. So, Yama, she looks at Atlas, and she looks at Nogard, who is still hugging her, and she just nods and sits there. Can I walk over and, like, say, Velocity? Velocity. 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 Yeah. T. Yara T. What? Yama. Yama mother. Your mother was named Yama? No, your mother was no, named... No, her... <laughs> Velocity. Or something similar. And her she looks... name was T. At Nogard. And she looks over now to Hitzbitz, who has started talking. With wary eyes. I point at him... Hitzbitz and goes like... Uh... Hits fits. Hit fit? His his name is Fiddlesticks. No, it's not. Fiddle. Hit. No, it's hits fits. Hit fits. Yes. And then Yama I... safe. Mm -hmm. Yes. I point over to Brayden Yale. Brayden. Safe. And she looks over at him and looks back at Nogard. Yama. Safe. With Nogard. Mm -hmm. 
Yes. Yama. Yama safe here. And she nods again and she stops talking. Okay. Am I fully packed? Yeah. Okay. So, is everybody fully packed? Yeah. Mm, I think so. Okay, everybody is packed. The fire is out. Hitzvitz, your portion of bread is still on the table. Oh, I take it and eat it. Okay. Yama is eating her bread still. Very slowly. Can I take Yama's hand and uh, Yama Nagard go and start trying to walk with her while saying that? Because it seems like we're all ready to go. She starts to walk and as you start walking, Braiding comes up behind her and she's finished her bread and he takes her other hand very gently and begins to and she lets both of you take her hands and she just walks her eyes glued to the ground i follow so do i what's happening (laughs) well you're wondering what's happening we're leaving you oh okay i follow it's very early in the morning and the neighboring camp like bevic is awake because he was on watch and he watches you go and as you leave he just nods to you and salutes. Nagar kind of salutes back and is like sorry about your prison. (laughs) He laughs and he shakes his head and he goes back to what he was doing. And we're just walking off into the sunrise. Best of luck. Um I'm like talking to Hitzfitz about uh, she's not going to be safe with where we're going. So I think I'm going to leave her with Brayden so that he she's safe while we are off. On our uh, Yeah. And she'll be here when we get back. She better be, otherwise Brayden's not going to be. <laughs> Brayden, like, hears this, and he's like, I swear I will keep Yama safe. Good. I trust you, and believe it or not, I am not a murderer. (laughs) If you worship Baby Matt, that should be plenty enough as incentive. Yeah. Just... And I'm a renowned tra- I'm a renowned merchant, so and murderer. No, I'm not a murderer. Guys, just focus. Anyways, Brayden looks to you and Atlas, and he says, "Would you like me to find a home for Yama, or would you like me to keep her until you come back?" Keep her for when we come back. She feel safe with us and I don't think it would be kind if we were to just drop her off somewhere after all of this. When we come back we will make a home for her and 
make sure she is happy. Atlas, is that all right with you? Mm-hmm. Good. And he looks down. Yama, would you like to stay with me for a while? And she looks up at him. It is so weird talking to myself, guys. <laughs> um, she looks up at him and she kind of like cocks her head like, I don't know what you're saying. And then she says, Yama, safe? Yama, safe yama happy happy yama (laughs) 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 and we continue so how far are we on our track is it like almost time for the groups to split up yes so you're getting few hours pass and you see flan city you're not allowed to be in anymore (laughs) you see flan rising up in the distance and brayden stops at the edge of the forest and he points down a smaller footpath and he says i suggest you take this road down it'll go around flan and lead straight to the iron route which will be the perfect route to get you to where these two maniacs are meeting you shouldn't have any problems on the route but stay safe anyways yama is depending on you i look at him and i say i understand I'm going to head that way, but first let me say goodbye to Yama and let her know that I will be back. Brayden kind of like pats Yama's head and then he takes a step back to let you guys say goodbye. I hug Yama and be like, Brayden, safe. Yama, go. Brayden. Noggard, come back. And she kind of looks at you like, I don't know what you just said, but she nods like, I'm going to roll with it. (laughs) Noggard will come back for Yama. And she nods again. Noggard, go away but come back Nagard leave Nagard leave leave. yes but Nagard return Nagard Nagard safe Yama safe And she smiles and she gives you like a hug, like really quick hug. And then she like backs up like, I didn't touch you. (laughs) I give her a hug and I'm just like, Noggard happy, Yama safe, Brayden safe. And Yama stops and she looks at you and she says, Noggard stay safe. 
yes. And I, t I say to her, Yama, stay safe. Yes. Noggard happy. Anybody else want to say goodbye? I kneel down and hug her. Okay. Pax? Yeah. Kimotia. Uh, what does that mean? Pax. And she like, like pats her heart and then she pats his shoulder like over and over again. And she says, Maybe it's a way of saying goodbye. Maybe it's Emotia. Maybe it's she, do you love Pats? Because she's patting her heart and being like, "You saved me. I love you, and I care for you," or something. Yama, like, grabs your face <laughs> and like like shakes it like are you paying attention and she like is looking at this guy like what is the word what is the word she says Pax friend Yama Kimota and she just like the biggest smile stretches on her face and she says Kimotiar Kimotiar friend 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 Kimotar Kimotar she just looks so happy, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I hug her again. Brayden Kimotar. And she nods to you. Uh, anybody else going to join in on this hug fest? <laughs> oh, I'm going to uh, tell Brayden to send as much... Uh, I'm going to say, hey, Brayden, please send as much help with us as you can. I will. Okay. Velocity? What? Can I hug the little changeling? You can't hug the little changeling. I hug her. And she gives you a hug and she says, T, safe. But, danger. And she looks back to Nogard and she looks at Atlas. And she looks to Brayden again, and she says, Danger. Tigo, danger. Stay oh, safe. We stay safe. We stay safe. Kimotia, Vienna. Kimotia. Motar. Friends safe. Friends safe. And she just like, she's got the biggest smile on her face. And then she nods to you guys and she turns back to Brayden. I give her one last hug before starting down the footpath. All right. 
So we are ending the sweetest episode ever with. We still have five minutes left. Keep going. Our, <laughs> we are ending this episode with our five, nope, our four adventurers walking down the small footpath as Yama the Changeling waves enthusiastically with Brayden next to her, holding her hand. As you all trot off into danger. And we're going to end this episode right there. That was so sweet, guys. Well, thank you for listening to this episode. It was very sweet. It might be a little boring for some people to listen to because it's just uh, Yama, the adorable changeling girl talking with her Kimotiar, uh, all of her friends. Um, but it was fun for me. Did you guys have fun? Yeah. yeah heck yeah. Oh, good. Okay. So this next week, we're going <laughs> to. Yeah. For so this one, the next, last one. <laughs> next week, we're going to have a new segment. Um, hopefully, as long as everybody can get to the same place. I really don't like doing Zoom, but we're going to roll with whatever happens um uh thank you for bearing with us as we're figuring out all of this but i we will see you all probably next week (laughs) you never know what happens um we will see you all later so yep that's all i got for you thank you for listening please share with all of your friends if you enjoyed the show if you didn't enjoy the show i'm sorry (laughs) we'll talk to you guys later bye guys (laughs) why were you saluting me i don't know it's just something i do That felt like you were like, that felt like a signal of like, okay, you're gonna die. Um, How about. That's what I'll use now. If you guys ever almost die, I'll just salute you. (laughs) Okay, guys, get some healing stuff. Because I have been on a proven track record of dying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and so has Atlas. Hey, I've done it more. Okay. Like Remember, I've died three times. Um, all right. I you think that's all I have. Times, you get a pair of socks. <laughs> okay. This is now a thing. <laughs> whoever dies most gets a pair of socks. At the end of the campaign, whoever dies the most, I will get you so a pair of socks. <laughs> How many times have I died? I You've died yet. once. One. I've died three times. Don't worry. It's in set in stone because it's all in the podcast. So, you know. Yep. Just, Abby, tell me how many times I've died. Cause yep. Atlas, you've died once. I think you've only died once. Mm-hmm. You died in the building. I died getting punched. And kicked. And bit. <laughs>